everyone. Welcome to Caffeinated Humor. You know, I don't know what happened or what part of our history it happened, but common courtesy seems to be gone. And I know that everybody wants to point at a recent like presidential administration and say, well, he was rude and that's when it started. It's like, nah, this started a while back. I mean, quite honestly, I'm looking at at least 20 years ago. But I've never heard such disrespect of everyone else. I mean, you can't even look at it as just being, you know, people are people are pissed off and, and they're going to not take any shit from the police anymore. Okay, so they're talking shitty to the police. And there was a YouTube video a while back of somebody talking shitty to a, a fireman. And this paramedic is trying to save this old woman's life and this guy keeps asking questions. And the guy goes... Can you give me a second? I'm trying to save her life. And the guy sticks his finger in the guy's face, tells him to go fuck himself. It's like, what happened to people? Who raised them? I mean, there's always that Tarzan movie about the kid raised by the wild animals, but it can't be everybody. I mean, you always wonder. They have a, a YouTube channel. It used to be a bad TV show, but it's better off as a YouTube channel where you can just eh, watch a quick video and you're done. But it's the what would you do? WWYD. And they put some pretty highly suspect premise out there. It's like, what if somebody couldn't read and they were being berated by the cashier? And then you watch it and it's like, it's not a situation that exists in the real world, but they like to see if somebody's going to stand up for the person. You know, a guy hesitates on a Starbucks menu, and it's not Starbucks because they'd never lend themselves to this. But it was more or less that. And the guy goes, is that a, a large, large, lar-? and, and the cashier loudly, can't you read? What are you, stupid? It's like, okay, who hasn't been sucker punched for trying to say shit like that to total strangers at least once? And then everybody, they try to see if people will step in. You know, they have a woman who in, I guess, middle of Chicago is uh, a Muslim woman, full burqa. She goes into a store, and out of nowhere, the store is evidently owned, for the sake of the video, by some guy out of, you know, the backwoods of Atkins, Georgia, who begins screaming about God the flag and godless Muslims. And who's going to stand up for her? And, of course, they keep filming until somebody does, and then that's all they show. Or they show the opposite. They show somebody who doesn't do shit. And then it becomes this kind of like, hey, we're here to praise good people, but we're here to shame the other people. And it becomes kind of like uh, some sort of bigoted version of to catch a predator. You almost expect, uh, is it Chris Matthews? I forget. You almost expect him to come out and, and look at the person and go, why don't you have a seat in that chair right there? You know, it's just that obvious, it's that cringeworthy, and it's... It, I can see why they canceled the show. It's like, make it a little more believable. And yet you're going to run into people going, that sort of thing happens every day. All right, cite the statistic and tell me where you found it. Because here's the biggest thing. The people that usually say that are basing it on their own personal opinion. You know, the ones that say... God, I had somebody who got on my ass the other day about something. They were talking about male toxicity or uh, masculine t- 
toxic masculinity. And I very politely, it was a friend of a friend, I said, with all due respect, I'd rather not be having this conversation with you. And they said, you know, you're just like every other piece of shit guy who has done this. I tell you, dozens, hundreds of men have done this to me. It's like, really? Hundreds? Quite honestly, with that attitude, you could have no sex. You could be non-binary and still get treated like a piece of shit. The unfortunate thing was, I said that out loud, so it didn't go over well. But what I'm trying to get to is, I'm really a nice guy. And I have common sense, I have common courtesy, right up until I decide there's no reason to do it anymore. And then I become a dick. But all that together is what brings us to today's episode, Here I Come to Save the Day, on today's Caffeinated Humor. I believe that children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Whitney Houston sang that and made it a household phrase. Now the sentiment is a solid one, but Whitney did overdose, so her common sense was a little suspect on some subjects. Or at least her sense of self-preservation. Hell of a set of pipes on her. But kids are kind of an important thing in the long run. Kind of the whole reason we're here. And why am I mentioning this? Because Roy is an asshole. I'm on a mini vacation of sorts. I got the hell out of town and fled to the apple orchards. More or less my fresh fruit happy place. A picnic in the middle of an apple orchard isn't heaven, but it's in the same zip code. And that is where I first saw Roy. 20-something. Good looking. Baby papoose strapped to his chest with a blanket over it. We will assume that for now that there is a baby under the blanket. Otherwise, would seem kind of creepy. Surrounding Roy is his rather frantic wife and four screaming kids. Anyway, Roy and the clan are in the wrong area. The way this particular apple orchard works, you want to go into the orchards. There's a picnic area. You can pick apples, but you got to pay and get a hand stamp. Roy and the rest of the unwashed had no hand stamps. Now, rules are rules. Don't like it. Start the Occupy Orchard movement. Roaming the orchard, seemingly at random, are the park rangers. Or actually, the orchard rangers. They're here to serve, protect, and I guess pick up fruit. Sir, I'm sorry, but y'all can't be in here without a hand stamp. You're going to have to go. Professional, straightforward, slightly bitchy in that official manner you expect. The classic part of this whole thing is Roy's reply. He's holding a baby papoose with his arms underneath, bouncing the papoose in a soothing manner. And here's his reply, not whispered, said loudly, with pride. Fuck off. We're just looking. Wow. What an awesome learning moment for Roy's kids, two of whom are standing right next to him. They must be proud. They must be filing that one away for their kids to pass along at a a teachable moment. The ranger asks again for Roy and his gang to leave, and Roy begins a little dancing, mimicking her voice thing about like a little kid bullying an even smaller kid. And then another ranger comes up and asks them to leave. Roy seems to slide into his rude little niche of being a total ass to complete strangers with an ease that is just shocking. It isn't until the ranger's supervisor comes up that Roy straightens out and flies straight. 
and denies everything that's happened for the last five minutes. In the end, the supervisor allows him to come into the picnic area and eat without hand stamps. Now, based on what I know about management, the rangers and the supervisor, who all went into the ranger shack, are getting written up on reports. There's a good chance the rangers are going to get reprimanded because Roy is a denying piece of shit and the supervisor didn't witness or even drill down in the interrogation. However, I, oddly enough, am a good Samaritan on occasion. Today is one of those days. I head into the shack. The supervisor is friendly, but when I mention Roy, she gets very serious and closes the door to the back room. She thanks me for vouching for the rangers, but there will likely be a reprimand for them. However, on my Chinese spy phone, the video quality and audio pickup are just fairly awesome. And the freeze frame on Roy sticking his middle finger in the ranger's face is clear as a bell. No reprimands today, pal. I'm a frickin' superhero. Go fuck yourself. And now it's time for coffee.